بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم الحمد للہ رب العالمین وصلاۃ وسلام علی اشرف المبی والمرسلین محمد رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وََََََََََََََََ علیہ وصحبی وسلم تسلیم الکثیر الکثیر احم آباد ہو میں برسٹ آئی ہیو انرولڈ ان دس علم تربیہ کورس آف شیخ بلال اسماعیل الحمد للہ ویری یوزفل ویری بینیفیشیل ایز پارٹ آف دا کورس ان دا فسٹ ماڈیول وچ از آن وچ از دا بک کال تھرٹی تھری لیسنس وچ از بک فار واٹ شیخ بلال کالس دا نیو مسلمس اینڈ دا رسٹی مسلمس ماشاء اللہ سو ان دیٹ ایز پارٹ آف دا فسٹ ماڈیول آئی آلسو ہیڈ دی پریولیج آف لسننگ ٹو ویری شارٹ اور ٹوینٹی منٹ ریمائنڈر اباؤٹ دی لائف آف ڈاکٹر شیخ عبد الرحمٰن السمیت آف کویت تھینکس ٹو مائی دا مینی فرینڈ آئی ہیو ان کویت اینڈ یو نو مینی ٹائمز آئی بین دیر اینڈ آئی گو دیر ہز نیم از ڈیفینیٹلی ناٹ سم تھنگ نیو بٹ آئی لرن سم امیزنگ تھنگس اینڈ آئی وانٹ ٹو شیئر دیٹ ود یو اینڈ دس آن مور ناؤ very quickly about his back about his life itself he was born in 1947 he died uh, on august 15th 2013 he uh, had an mbbs uh, medicine from the university of baghdad and then followed by a diploma in tropical diseases from the university of liverpool he had a postgraduate uh, md in internal medicine and diseases of the digestive system from McGill University, Montreal, uh, Canada. And uh, then uh, 1974-78, he did research in uh, li- uh, liver cancer. Uh, at, um, and, and then he uh, also worked in King's College Hospital in London from two years, 1979-1980. So here is a man who is highly qualified, uh, highly respected, uh, top of his profession and uh, alhamdulillah. Um, so what does he do? He uh, decided to dedicate his life to working with and helping the people of Africa. Uh, quite amazing. One of the stories of his childhood as, as growing up in Kuwait, he saw something which, if you travel all over the Middle East, you see this practically in every country, which is migrant labor, uh, India's Pakistanis, Bangladeshis and so on, uh, who at the end of the day are standing, you know, on the side of the street, uh, trying to get to their housing, which is... Uh, in uh, segregated areas outside the city and so he saw this in Kuwait He's, he and his a group of his friends while they were in school high school they saw these people and uh, imagine the heat of Kuwait uh, standing in the afternoon trying to get home uh, because uh, you know and, and so so what they did was and imagine this is the power of raising of children, how parents raise children. Um, Abdurman Asumait and his uh, few of his friends, they collected their pocket money and accumulated until they had enough to buy a second-hand car. 
and then they would drive whoever they could fit into this car to their places of residence every day without charging them any money. Now, this is where the internal, the heart, the desire to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes from. And as I said, the credit of this has to go to the parents of uh, of such children. So, this is a very uh, good place to start. So, in Africa, he started with Malawi, which used to be called Nyasa Land. And he started an organization called Direct Aid. Uh, just to give you the numbers, they provided housing for 9,500 orphans, 95,000 student scholarships, 864 schools, 4 universities, 9,500 wells, 5,700 masajid, 102 Islamic centers, uh, and they distributed 50 million copies of the Quran al-Kareem, as a result of which they had 5 million reverts. And this work was done in Malawi and in another 28, so totally 29 African countries. Sheikh Abdurrahman as Sumait Rahmatullah, he passed away August 15, 2013. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless him and to grant him Jannatul Firdaus Bighayri Hisab. The life of a person itself is. Uh, is proof, inshallah, uh, of the acceptance of their life and of uh, uh, the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah is pleased with them, inshallah. We ask this for Shaykh Abdul Rahman. And also we ask for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to put in our hearts to live lives like this, which are lives of significance and consequence. They are lives which the fact that they walked on the earth caused so much of goodness for so many people. This one man, <coughs> Dr. Abdurrahman Sumit, what he did by himself, um, what he started, and of course, obviously, there were people with him, his team, his family was, was solidly behind him, his children, his wife. Uh, but... The initiative comes from him. He was the first man to go there. Uh, this, inshallah, is evidence that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with him, inshallah. Which brings me, and as, as a closing, I want to remind myself and you about uh, the hadith concerning the very important part in all of this. And this is the thing about Shaykh Abdurrahman al-Sumayt, that he is probably the least known, the least famous of the uh, people who work in the uh, field of da'wah of Islam. We have a lot of people with a lot of noise uh, on the internet and so on and so forth, uh, you know, making statements and uh, and giving, uh, they give a half an hour lecture or a one hour lecture and then before that there's all sorts of, sorts of promotion and this and that and come to my lecture and posters. And here was a man who didn't, who did something which... Uh, is more than probably the collective work of uh, every living uh, die that is there today. Uh, and yet, no fanfare, uh, you know, no social media, none of that garbage. And this brings me to that point which I'm talking about, which is to protect our ikhlas, to protect our uh, intention, to protect our 
سنسیئرٹی آف آر انٹینشن اینڈ ٹو اوائڈ سیکنگ فیم میک دعا او اللہ ڈو ناٹ میک می فیمس او اللہ سیو می فرام فیم آئی میک دس دعا فار مائی سیلف او اللہ سیو می فرام فیم لیٹ می بی کمپلیٹلی ان نون ایکسیپٹ ٹو یو ان اتر ودی میں ٹو حدیث آئی وانٹ ٹو شیئر ود یو ان اتر ودی صحیح حدیث that Ka'ab bin Malik عنہ, he said Rasulullah said two hungry wolves sent against a flock of sheep cannot cause more damage to them than a man's eagerness for wealth and prominence causes to his religious commitment I repeat Ka'ab bin Malik عنہ, narrated that Rasulullah said that two hungry wolves sent against a flock of sheep cannot cause more damage to them than a man's eagerness and man meaning man and woman eagerness for wealth and prominence the man's or woman's eagerness for wealth or prominence the damage that that causes to his religious commitment is is uh, more than the damage that two hungry wolves sent against a flock of sheep uh, caused to that flock of sheep. So two hungry wolves sent against a flock of sheep cannot cause more damage to them than a man's eagerness for wealth and prominence causes to his religious commitment. Uh, the second hadith, and, uh, uh, and not, this is not a hadith, this is a, uh, a statement of uh, Ibn Taymiyyah Rahmatullahi. He said that Rasulullah And he is explaining this hadith. Um, Ibn Taymiyyah Rahmatullahi said that Rasulullah explained that the damage that eagerness for wealth and prominence causes to one's religious commitment is no less than, actually uh, it is uh, more than the damage that two hungry wolves would cause in a sheep pen. And this is quite obvious. If there is sound religious commitment, there cannot be this eagerness because once the heart tastes the sweetness of servitude to Allah and love for Him, then there will be nothing dearer to the individual than that. And he will give it precedence over other things. In that way, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala diverts evil deeds and shameful acts from those who are sincere to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jala jala to help us to do that which is pleasing to him and to save us from all desire for name and fame and from all desire to make money out of Islam. Islam came to us free. Let us make sure that if we are doing the da'wat of Islam, let us do it free. Let us ask reward only from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone, not from human beings.